0: Hey guys, I'm in my car studio today. So fancy. The baby's sleeping. So you know what? It works. Today, the podcast looks a little bit different. I am sharing something with you that up until now has been reserved for people that have signed up for the studio series and invested quite a bit of time to get this content. But because the studio series expires tonight and it will be gone forever, I wanted to share a little bit of it with you. Now, the Studio Series is a preview for my full course, Making Artwork, which, oh, also, I should probably tell you, enrollment for Making Artwork closes tonight at midnight. So if you're listening to this on the 27th, on Wednesday, the 27th, this is your last chance to enroll. It will be closed tonight at midnight and it will not open up again until 2020 So if you would like to make this a year of growth and a year of evolution and expansion for your creative business, please go check out Making Artwork. You can find all the information on emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash making artwork. I am so excited about the community that is forming, about the content that this course is focused around. It is all of the goodness and all of the strategy and all of the perspective and the mindsets and the tools and the methods that I use to run my business. And my business is pretty darn healthy. Um, I want all of my artist friends to have businesses that support them and that sustain them, both emotionally and, and financially and in their lifestyle that they choose to have. All of those things are totally attainable, totally accessible to you as a creative entrepreneur. Even though no one tells you that, even though they're going to tell you that you should starve because you're an artist, that you should suffer because you're an artist. No, I say a firm, solid no to all of those things. This course is all about thriving and about finding your highest work, about sharing that work elegantly and effectively with your audience, about connecting with them, about finding true joy and true longevity in your creative practice because it sustains you and it supplies for your needs and it supplies for your, your wants and desires this is such a beautiful life, you're already on this path. You're already doing this. I know because you're listening to this podcast and this podcast is all about creativity and making this life beautiful and sustainable for all of us. So since you're a listener of this podcast, I know that this is already a part of your life. I just want you to get there faster and in a clearer way and in a way that uses your energies more effectively but you don't need making artwork to do this job. You don't need making artwork the course to, to live the most beautiful version of your career and of your creative path. Just go for it and make it beautiful. If you want to skip ahead a couple spaces, if you want to have a mentor, aka me, um, who will you know just share some advice with you, share some resources and some knowledge that I learned along my path openly and freely. And just, I mean, this course is so soaked with content, so soaked with goodness. So if that sounds appealing, then join the course, but you don't need the course to be amazing. You already are doing it. So just continue. All right, let's go on to the studio series. This is episode four. There were five episodes. Um, They were all beautiful and wonderful. And I really enjoyed creating them. We talked about things like how to know or not your work is good, the various career paths available to fine artists, um, how to sell your own work in your own way, the mindset shifts needed to be a successful creative entrepreneur. And the last one was the lies we tell ourselves. And it was really quite emotional. And I, I surprised myself by getting choked up on camera, which I was not expecting to do. Um, It's not something I've ever done before, so that was a surprise. But the lies that I spoke out loud, they just really felt intimate and true and real. And it was really good to voice them and then to just squish them into pigment. That was a delight. Today, we're going to listen to episode number four, which is titled, Can Artists Really Make It On Their Own? The Mindset Shifts Needed to Be a Successful Creative Entrepreneur. The video version of this episode was really lovely, and I was sitting in my living room, so there's a bit more echo, so the audio has more space, more resonance than um, the typical podcast version of my audio has, so I apologize for that also at the end i invite you to a live q a on instagram that has already happened so ignore that that's long gone i'm sorry there will be more do not worry so just ignore that part that part doesn't really apply but um the rest of it i hope is encouraging i also invite you to join the course which after today will also not be available to you so that feels like a big tease i'm sorry I'm sorry, but if, if you happen to listen to this on Wednesday, you're still good to go. You can still join us after Wednesday. Don't worry, it'll be back next year. You can always join us in 2020. That will be here before we know it, so no rush. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now. Let's get into the studio series, episode number four Can Artists Really Make It On Their Own? Here we go. Welcome to the studio series. This is episode number four. Today, we're going to dig into a topic that I am thrilled to unpack with you. The mindset shifts needed to be a successful and sustainable creative entrepreneur. This is a really great topic. Before we begin, let me tell you what we're doing. So this is the studio series. Welcome. You're here. You've probably been here for a few days now. If you're just joining us, let me explain what this is. So this is a five part preview series for my new course, Making Artwork. Making Artwork is a 12 week course in community designed for creative entrepreneurs and artists. In this course, I will guide you through creating a vibrant studio business, marketing, sharing and offering your work to the world profitably, elegantly and effectively. If you'd like more information, visit my website, emilyjeffordslearn.com, and you can find out so much more information. So the way that it will work is on Mondays, I'll drop a new lesson content, which will include videos, written lesson work, workbooks, actionable items, actionable steps to take. Um, and then throughout the week, we'll be discussing the topics that we you know, cover in the class in a private Facebook group, a private community, just for the members of our class along with the group discussion you'll have the option to join a peer group which is a group of four to five creatives you'll meet throughout the course you'll talk about the course content Um, you'll help each other work through your ambitions and your goals you'll support each other you will you know begin to follow each other's careers and offer true value and true support that's such a beautiful um, a bonus network within this big beautiful network that i think will offer some deep roots some deep connection and some deep friendships. I, that's, that's my hope and dream at least. Along with the class content, the larger community space and the peer groups, we also are going to have a live Q&A every Friday with me, obviously. Um, so I will be hopping on Facebook Live. We will have a private question and answer time. You can submit your questions in advance. You can watch the replay if you can't happen to make it to the live, the live um, Q&A. I'm so excited for this because it lets me infuse the course with more content that you specifically are requesting, so things that you personally have questions about, or your, um, you know, your personal needs and desires for the course. So I can tailor the content to you really well in this, in this format, so, so excited for that. Alright, let's get into today's topic. Can artists really make it on their own? The mindsets needed to be a successful creative. Oh, this is gonna be a great conversation. The mindsets needed to be a successful creative. I'm gonna share the mindsets that have changed my career. The things that have brought me from being a hobbyist and someone who's playing and dabbling and experimenting um, and has brought me into being a business owner. I think it's beautiful that we have a career built around the things that people do for fun. Um, And it can be tempting to think of your work as a hobby or as something you do for yourself or something that you do for some self-care and some therapy. Um, But in order to have a successful creative entrepreneurship and a creative business, you have to treat it as such. You have to treat it as a business. It is very important. It needs to sustain you. It needs to provide for you. It needs to be financially beneficial for you. Um, and that's twofold. That is both, it needs to support you financially and you know, provide for your actual physical needs, both because you're an adult and you have these needs, and because if it doesn't, You're not going to continue doing it, you're not going to continue pursuing your creativity with all that you should because you're going to become burnt out, you're going to become stressed and fatigued and your creativity will stop offering you the support that it needs to offer you because it's not providing for your needs. So asking your creativity to rise to this challenge asking it to become part of your livelihood is an act of sustainability it is an act of self-care it is an act of maturity so don't shy away from it don't shy away from you know letting it rise to its potential your creativity wants to be great and big and bold and beautiful And if you say, Oh no, 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 you're just a hobby or no, 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 no one wants to pay for you or, Oh, I can't ask for that. I can't assume that then you're keeping it small and you're keeping it hidden and quiet and no one needs that. So let's get into some mindset shifts that I hope will change the way that you run your business. Mindset shift number one, if this is your job, or if you want it to be your job, then treat it as such. Set healthy and consistent goals. Set healthy and consistent working hours. If somebody invites you to coffee during your working hours, your dedicated creative time, you say no. If someone invites you to collaborate on something that sounds interesting, but isn't quite what you imagined for your career, then you say no. Focus on your highest work. Acknowledge the resistance you feel internally and externally and push through it. Your highest work is worth all else falling to the side. Number two, your work is valuable and deserves to be valued both by you and by others. You are in charge of establishing the value of your work and pricing it accordingly. We're gonna talk a lot about establishing value in making artwork. Um, Weeks two, seven, six, seven, 10, and 12, I believe, focus on this concept heavily because it is so, so important to your career as a creative. The, the work that you do is not intrinsically worth anything unless you bring the value, unless you bring the vision, unless you bring the story and the connection and the vision to your audience. When you do that, it's highly valuable and it's highly marketable and your audience wants to rally around it and they want to make it part of their life and to support you in your mission. But if you're just creating without that vision, without that perspective, and without that, that connective element, then it has very little value, or at least very little perceived value by your audience. We're gonna do so much more of this. This is something I can talk about for a long time, but I want to share. I want to share these concepts with you um, because I think that they they will change your business. And I want to share in the course ways that you can bring value to your work very tangibly, very very actionably. Um, there's strategy behind this. There uh, there are reasons. There are methods. There are. Ways that you can speak about your work. There are ways that you can show your work um, consistently and in, in a way that brings value to your work intrinsically. We'll get into all of that in the course. Please join us. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, I could go on and on, but for now, I do want to bring home the point that you bring the value, your perspective and your vision for the materials makes those materials valuable. And not because they are valuable, not because a tube of paint is worth a thousand dollars because we all know that's not true, but because your vision has turned those humble materials into something truly beautiful, into thought and emotion and memory. And that's just so poetic, so meaningful, so inspiring for me as a maker. Um, And it's truly, truly valuable for my audience as well, for my collectors. Number three. If you are asking your work to be a source of life for you, to provide for you, to sustain you in some way, then you must also invest in it. Your business and the beauty that you create is worth an investment. Now you can invest all kinds of things. You can invest time, you can invest money, you can invest energy, time. There are seasons of my career where I invested extraordinary amounts of time. I invested hours and hours and hours of thought, and my personal effort, my personal, you know, just doing the work, just showing up and doing the work. Um, And that brings tremendous results, tremendous, you know, benefit, but not without cost. You know, time is such a precious commodity. If I'm spending time on my business and I'm not spending time with my family, like right this very second, to be honest with you, they're out at a park and I am here with you. And that's fine, Like I value this, I value this connection that we're making together. I value the work that we're doing together. So know that everything that you choose to do, everything that you choose to put into your business is either saying yes to growth or saying no to growth. You can invest time, you can invest money. I invest money every single day in my business. I pay for an employee, I pay for a fancy, fancy printer. I pay for photographers, for designers, I pay for mentors, I pay for classes, I pay for web hosting and web design and all kinds of subscription services, all kinds of editing software. The list is extensive and it's all worth it. Everything that I put my money into saves me time, saves me energy, and makes my job more beautiful, more impactful, and more meaningful. So, think about the ways that you can invest time and money. The third way is energy. Now, energy can be physical and it can be mental. I think the most profitable energy that you give your business is the mental energy. Um, you know, coming to your work with a clear vision, a clear perspective, with clear, beautiful inspiration. So just remember that if you're asking your business to be a source of life for you, if you're asking it to provide for you financially, emotionally, spiritually, all of the ways, then you also need to provide for it. It will not sustain you unless it is also being sustained. So pour some some time into it, pour some money into it, pour some energy into it. Um, it's worth all of those things because what you're doing with your business is creating beauty, is creating meaningful, life-giving truth. Mindset shift number four, recognize opportunities for growth. If I am giving into my fear, then my work is being held back. If I am saying yes to something, I am saying no to something else. Only say yes to things that align with your highest work and your best, most beautiful goals. 95% of your success as a creative is found in your ability to believe in yourself to show up day in and day out to pursue great work and to share that work effectively. And the other 5% is luck, but those are pretty good odds. I am totally willing to bet on those. The point is you are capable of great things. Your work is good. Like we talked about yesterday, you know that it's good. You're creating beauty. You're creating greatness. The only thing holding you back is your mindset. The only thing keeping your work hidden and small is your mindset. The only thing holding your business back from truly thriving is your mindset. If these things are resonating with you and you sense inside of your work and inside of your business that there is space for growth, there is space for your work to thrive on a greater scale to reach people that have otherwise not seen your work, not seen the beauty that you create, I highly recommend making artwork we are going to dig into all of these topics in great depth in great um in a way that is attainable and that is clear and that is designed for creatives as far as i know this is one of the very only courses that talks about business and creativity business for creatives and for artists specifically i understand that it is an investment hundred percent i get that But I also truly and deeply believe that when you do the work, when you absorb the content that we're going to go over together, that your business will thrive because of it. When I began my creative career, I literally did not know that it was possible to have a financially viable creative business. I did not know that an artist could make six figures. I did not know the future that was ahead of me which is incredibly amazing. You guys, when I began my career, my goal was to make $400 a month, 400. That's not even a grocery bill. That's not even like, that paid for our diapers. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible what happens when you take these mindsets to heart, when you take these, these very simple shifts in your perspective, you, you change the way that you think about your business, you think about how your business is how it sustains you, what it is worth to you, what it is worth to your community and to your, your family, the people around you, the people that are watching you. you. You understand the value of creativity and of beauty. And when you take these mindset shifts and apply them to your business, amazing growth happens. I am astounded by it. No one ever talks about the thriving artists, just the starving ones. And I think that's incredibly unhealthy. Our world is a mess. Our world is in pain. Our communities are hurting. The more the more influence and the more voice that creative people have, the more we have a platform on which to stand and the ability on which to create space for beauty and for change and for progress, the better. So rise to your potential. Do not be held down. Do not put yourself in a box. Most of the reasons that creatives do not thrive is because we limit ourselves. We are limiting ourselves and our own voice, our own spreading of beauty, our own influence in our communities because we are afraid, because we are ashamed, because we are nervous. We are very afraid of rejection. We are very afraid of criticism. We are afraid of putting ourselves out there and being told to be quiet or being told that our work isn't good enough or being told that our, our the things that we're creating are not of value. No one's going to say those things. Those things are in your head alone. They are not actually going to be said to you. And if they are, ignore them because that opinion matters not at all. If we can overcome those mindsets, if we can overcome those limiting beliefs, our communities will become healthier and more vibrant and beauty will spread. And that is the purpose, that is the reason, the underpinning of all of this. I want you to rise to your potential because I want you to share your beauty because guys, we need more people to do that. We need more people supporting and sharing and spreading beauty. It is incredibly important. We can do our tiny little part. Our tiny whispers are not small and they are not quiet and they are not unheard. They are very important. So. Okay, I'm getting a bit a bit worked up, but it's because I am so passionate about this. Let me tell you what's happening the rest of this week. So tomorrow, there is no video dropping in this classroom platform, no video here, but I would love for you to join me in a live Q&A. I will be going live on Instagram tomorrow night at 8 p.m. So if you'd like to ask a question, I would be more than happy to answer your question. Send me an email at, emily at emilyjeffords.com or you can reply to my latest Instagram post. On March 20th, Doors for Making Artwork will officially open and I am so excited and anticipating this moment. The Doors for this course will be open March 20th through 27th. Enrollment will be open until that date and then not again until 2020. If you'd like to join us, go to emilyjeffordslearn.com and you can find out tons of information. You can get on the early, um, early access list. I can't wait to let this course unfold to see how it evolves as we work through this content together. I'm so excited about it. The, the work that I've already put into it has nourished me to no end. I cannot wait to see what it does for you and for your business. All right, come back tomorrow. Uh, for the Instagram live, it'll be held on Instagram on my account Emily underscore jeffords and then come back on the 20th for our last video together. I'm very excited for that. It's gonna be great. I'll see you there.